Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. That's former Blues superstar defenseman Jamie Rivers. I'm Brandon Kylie. It's Rivers and BK on 101 ESPN. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Happy to be joined by Jeremy Rutherford. He's the Blues insider for 101 ESPN and The Athletic. Joins us each and every Tuesday here on the show. JR, how you doing today, my friend? Doing well, doing well. Any gloating by uh, Riv? He said, why are they going to Vegas? They should just go to Edmonton and Toronto. It looks like the league listened to them. JR, I know it's going to be surprising to you, but that's not the first time I've been right. If you follow my statistics, I've got a pretty good average going here right now. Just letting you know. All right, all right, I believe you. You know who broke the news to us, actually, was Joey Vitale. He was the first one to say it to us on the air, uh, officially, that he was like, you know, I, th- I think that the winds are kind of changing here. I think they're going to end up going to Edmonton and Toronto. I don't think they're going to end up in uh, Las Vegas. See, I knew there had to be something behind it. So Riv sources uh, Vitaly. A little bit. And then we also had Jason Strudwick Mm -hmm. on here from Edmonton, and he had described just how well Edmonton was set up for it. And he mentioned as well that Vegas, you know, the numbers are going up. And it doesn't take a a genius. Even someone like myself, JR, can pull up the stats right now and see that Nevada and Las Vegas itself is probably not the best spot to put a bunch of pro hockey players with all the COVID going around. So – there's a lot of factors. I think that that's the main thing. That's how you usually get to a good decision, JR, is you take all this information and make it your own. Yep, and not only that, uh, not only going to Edmonton, but playing the conference finals in the Stanley Cup there. So that'll be something. Uh, the Athletic just sent out a memo and said, anybody interested in going to Edmonton if we're approved to attend uh, the games in the Hub City? And I just sent my little message off that said, I would be interested in going. So I think my family will be really happy about that <laughs> so are, are you planning to head out there jr if you're approved you're going to go up there for however long the blues are in that bubble yeah it's a bit complicated we don't know yet how many media passes uh, they're going to make available for these games also uh, any americans going into canada you have to quarantine uh, for 14 days so that's a pretty long hotel stay before you're able to even uh, work and then furthermore you can watch the games from the lower bowl is what they're telling us so far Uh, But uh, as far as interviews, you won't have any contact, you know, even social distancing. So all that will be done on Zoom, and you might as well be back in St. Louis if if you're doing that. So the good part, as Riv knows, you can see a lot, you know, sitting in the lower bowl, things behind the play, uh, injuries, line changes, things like that. So it would be beneficial, but it's all preliminary at this point whether we're going to be able to get to do that. Talking to Jeremy Rutherford, he's the Blues Insider for 101 ESPN and The Athletic. JR, now that they do have the official return-to-play plan and we know both where the hub cities are going to be and some of the protocols that are going to be in place whenever they get there, 
What's your impression thus far as you read over the plan? How 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 do you think this is going to go when they actually get up to these hub cities? Yeah, just a couple takeaways here is it looks like they did their due diligence. I don't think there's much that they uh, left out as we look at it now in terms of uh, preparation and planning. And then in terms of getting them up to the hub cities, that's going to be key. Obviously, we saw that the Blues uh, shut down their facility for a couple days and uh, they had some positive tests and the league put out a memo yesterday saying that uh, you know there's just a couple more this week in terms of positive tests around the league so those are going to be there but once they uh, get these guys into training camp and that's going to start next July 13th and they're all looking at each other saying guys we got to be disciplined you know I think over that two-week period if they can stay disciplined get them up to Edmonton get into the hub city and then just continue to monitor it looks like they can pull this off yeah, JR. So to circle back here a little bit, you talk about you know staying disciplined and whatnot, and you did mention the Blues uh, having some positive tests hit the radar uh, last week. Do we have any updates uh, on the Blues' current status and how those players are, or if other players have maybe been affected by this? Are they back at the training facility? I'm sure our listeners are curious as to what the follow-up has been to all that. Yeah, just a couple points there. Uh, one, we do know that they uh, practiced yesterday, and that was the plan. Uh, after they shut it down last Friday, uh, they said that uh, they would practice on Monday, and uh, and they were on the ice, so that's a good sign. I also heard that late last week uh, they didn't have any positive tests. Has that changed in the past couple of days? You know, I'm not quite sure. You know, I'll go back to what I reported last week is that they had multiple people test positive, and, you know, that could include players, coaches. Uh, so right now things seem to be okay. The fact that they're on the ice, uh, you know, I think is a good sign. So, um, in terms of the numbers, in terms of the names, we don't have that information, uh, but it seems that all systems are go in terms of what the Blues are facing right now. Well, that's good news, and let's hope it stays that way. And just to follow up with that is, yeah, the hub cities seem like they're set up pretty well. It seems like the NHL has gotten, well, for lack of better words, kind of military with the setup, and they're going to be obviously taking care of the players and watching what they do. But, Jr., we've talked about this last week. Between now and the bubble time that's going to come in a little bit, what are some of the risks that lie ahead for the NHL? And have you talked to any players or any individuals with staffs or coaches that have talked about how they're going to handle this gray area before they get to the bubble? Well, they're just going to have to address it. I mean, I'm sure that uh, any coaches who have contact with the players now are warning them about what could happen if they just uh, don't stay disciplined. And then obviously when they get the team in in for camp here, that's going to start on Monday if this uh, CBA and Phase 3 and 4 protocol is ratified after the player vote. Uh, They're just going to have to lay it out on the table and say how important it is. And and like I said, once you get to the hub city, I think they'll be – you know better because that's where the quarantine is going to take place. I'm sure you guys saw all the stipulations in that uh, literature, and one of them, Riv, uh, I've been in a lot of elevators with NHL players. I've seen it just looks like <laughs> it looks like a football game. Guys tackling each other, guys bouncing off each other, guys hitting all the buttons on the elevator. And now you look in this memorandum and it says one player, one person per elevator uh, ride. I don't know if I can see that happening, but <laughs> they're going to have to listen and, uh, and and that's going to be key to this. The boys will get their steps in, that's for sure. <laughs> maybe that's the best. Maybe that's what I need to do is take the steps. <laughs> ah, you never know. Jerry Rutherford joining us here on Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. JR, the other big news that came down over the last 24 hours or so is 
the NHL has at least an understanding of a CBA that could potentially be implemented for the 2021 season and beyond. It's an extension of the current CBA. How significant is this? And how surprised are you that they were actually able to get this done when the NHL hasn't exactly been known for labor peace in recent years? It's just honestly, and I'm not overstating this, this is just one of the greatest developments in the league in some time. I mean, I don't know that there would have been another work stoppage, but it would they, they would have not have come together this gracefully and ironed out an extension on this collective bargaining agreement had there not been the, the pandemic and the league pause. Just think what we've heard the past couple of years about the league's willingness to participate in the Olympics. Now all of a sudden they're coming back and they're agreeing to play in the Olympics the next two Olympics. It's just uh, amazing how they've been able to come together, sit at the table, and hammer out uh, these phases one, two, three, four, and then also at the same time say, you know what? Uh, let's get this CBA extension done, too. I realize the two kind of go hand in hand because you have to recoup that revenue and you have to know what the rules are going forward in time in terms of trying to recoup that revenue. So part of it had to get done. Uh, but to say that you've got six more years of uh, CBA ahead of you between the two sides after what this league and the players union have been through together uh, and facing each other. I think is just remarkable. How much do you think it helps Army that he now kind of has a more firm projection of what the cap's going to be moving forward in the Alex Petrangelo negotiations? Well, I think it helps him, BK, but, you know, let's be realistic here that it's $81.5 million, which so it's going to stay at what it was uh, this year. Uh, it's going to be that way for the next couple of years. A week before the league paused, a week, seven days before the league paused, they said that it could go up between 84 and $88 million next year. That's an extra $5.5, 6000000 in cap space for Doug Armstrong trying to get Alex Petrangelo re-signed if indeed it would have went up to $88 million. So, you know, that's a significant chunk. I'm going to have a, a piece up at The Athletic maybe later today, maybe tomorrow, that just kind of takes a look at how this affects the Blues' salary cap moving forward uh, to my knowledge no recent negotiations between Alex Petrangelo and the Blues even though we now know what the cap's going to be moving forward I've said it for weeks and weeks Army's going to have to be a magician to move the money to make it possible to re-sign Alex Petrangelo if indeed that's what his plan is we're looking forward to reading that piece JR we hopefully look forward to watching Alex Petrangelo and the Blues back on the ice here very very soon find that work on the athletic you can follow him as well on Twitter at JP Rutherford. JR, we'll talk with you again next week. Thanks so much for the time today, man. Thanks, boys. You got it. That's Jeremy Rutherford joining us here on Ribs and BK.